Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends, Dedeker and Jace, teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. How are the two of you doing today? Oh, great. Ready to read the Bible. Yeah. Ready yeah. to be filled again in my soul. And ready yes, to take in, in his grace. Yeah, ready to take in the word. Is that a thing? Yeah. People say. <laughs> yeah. Is that a thing? Is that, is that what we say? Is that a thing? <laughs> Filled with his grace. I feel like I've heard that before. Like, I hear a lot of people talking about grace and that, like, you should give yourself grace and mm. filled with his love. Yeah, it's so funny. Like In my day job, when I'm working with clients, I can always sniff out a former Christian. Why? When they're like... former, Because they use the word grace. grace. They still use the word grace. Mm. <laughs> do you do that? I don't think I do. Do you use grace, Chase? You Grace Jace? You Gracie Jace? Gracie Jace. I mean, that is my nickname is Grace Jace. Jace full of grace. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I like the idea of, you know, giving yourself grace, like the concept. Mm -hmm. I love that idea of just sort of letting yourself off the hook. Maybe as Ted Lasso says, go easy on yourself. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's like that kind of a concept. That's nice. Yeah, that's interesting. It makes me think of also on film sets. So, you know, we're obviously making a lot of films right now with all the Drunk Bible Study mm, Extended so Universe many. stuff that we're My doing. Gosh. Yeah. But, uh, you know, with that, with the unions, right? If you get to the point where you're supposed to take a mandated lunch break, but you're in mm-hmm. the middle of finishing a shot, you can call Grace, which gets you an extra like 12 minutes or something that you can keep working without having a union violation. So nice. Yeah. Something we should be familiar with since we're running such a large empire of films. <laughs> Gosh. The Rock is just, he's working so hard right now. It's really amazing. We need to do these, <laughs> you know, these lower profits or things like Esther that don't really utilize The Rock, stuff like that. We really need those in there as well because he can't be sure. in a million places at once, you know? It's true. It's only so much one man can do. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to be working. He's got to be working on his bid for the presidency and oh. all sorts of other things. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just, I really like the idea that by the end of this show, by the end of us reading the Bible, that Emily will maybe be like an AI Christian. You know, like you're able to oh, okay. toss out some phrases that you've encountered before. You're not entirely sure if that's part of the culture. But not very genuine, like. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. That's fun. I like that. Yeah, I love that. An AI Christian, wow. Mm-hmm. Is that, maybe that's the perfect Christian. Gosh, you're right. I, I don't know what a perfect Christian would be. Probably, God, yeah. You know, that's making me think if we just, if you could take one of those chatbot AIs and train it mm-hmm. only on drunk Bible study, like fed it the text from all of our Oof. episodes and that's the only thing it's learned oh, from. Oh, yes. What, what, what would you get? <laughs> that would be uh, not a perfect Christian is what that would be, for sure. No. no. <laughs> not a perfect Christian story. But a perfect DBS listener. There you go. Yes. So last week, we had a research, like a, an arc 
comeback story. The, the arc, not an arc, the, the arc. No, it, yeah, like a comeback story featuring the arc of the covenant. Right. A story, the arc, sure. Yeah, okay. feet, dot, 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 the arc, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was fun. It was fun to see it again. It kind of like was, it was a quick little snippet uh, into just the arc coming back and then that was it. And David danced around. Yeah. And his wife was so embarrassed. We had a big party. There was a party. Big party. Yeah, exactly. Right. His wife was so upset. She hated it. Saul's oh, daughter yeah. hated his dancing. Yeah, I hated his dancing. Yeah. And I, I said to Jason Dedeker, like, this just, it feels, and maybe this is how the New Testament will feel, but it feels like we're just getting little other snippets of what happened in David's life. And so it's just, yeah, it's this interesting other side of the story, like a, a different, but but it's during the same time that we've already encountered before. It's fascinating. Yeah, it's telling the same stories again. It seems like this time around, they're mostly shorter. I feel like I remember us spending yeah, longer. Yeah, for sure. We're blasting but, through it. But I feel like this time around, we got a lot more details about the big music festival they had once the Ark was back. There you go. Yeah, you're right. Weirdly. Like so things it's like that we're, it, it, nobody really cares about, but we're <laughs> reading see. about it anyways. <laughs> it's like all the appendices at the end of Lord of the Rings. Uh, you know, that yeah, Tolkien yeah, really okay. cared about this and all the intense nerds like myself really care about it and nobody else yeah. does. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So the okay. Bible so nerds we are, are loving Chronicles. We're the intense nerds. There you go. Yes. Yeah, it's beautiful. We are those nerds. Beautiful. Wow. <laughs> I Well, what are the two of you drinking today? Well, for myself, I decided today to make it relaxing times, make it Suntory time. For relaxing time. For relaxing time. Suntory highball. Suntory time. Uh, I'm not having the same whiskey that Bill Murray was having in that movie. I'm mm-hmm. just having a no. Suntory highball, which is their much lower end whiskey mixed with soda. Nice. Lovely. I'm having kind of like a little, yeah, pre-mixed gin and soda, and I decided to mix some fruit juice into it. And it's actually not too bad. It almost has a little bit of mimosa mm. vibes. I feel okay drinking it in the morning. So better than that crap that I made mm-hmm. when I was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sake and whatever the heck. What are you drinking? The, I realize this looks a lot like the one that I made last week, but it's totally different. It's a tequila smash with blackberries. It does look identical. It's like dark red and has berries in it. I know. I was like, <laughs> but it's different. Yeah, it has... um orange liqueur and also tequila and then um, a little bit of Aperol. And it's excellent. It's really nice. I, I went out and got some tequila today because the house like doesn't have any alcohol in it from the last time from when I left. So nice. it's very tasty. I like it a lot. I'll post it. I'm going to be better about posting all my drink recipes. Yeah, now that you're making pretty cocktails again, mm-hmm. you've got to be mm-hmm. posting those pictures in the Patreon. Indeed, yes. Last week's is up there. So let me know what you all think about it. And if you tried it, I really liked that one. Okay, we are reading today, Chronicles 17 through 20. All of these are really bite-sized chapters. That's why we felt we could do four. And then we are reading Proverbs 6 in its entirety. Beautiful. Shall we? In a world where David is king and he's returned the ark back to his people, and had the best music festival you've ever seen. And he also danced a lot. And his wife hated In that it. world, we are reading, <laughs> we are reading First Chronicles 17 through 20, and then some wisdom from Proverbs chapter six. 
As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both (laughs) at the same time. And with that, First Chronicles 17. happened when David lived in his house that David said to Nathan the prophet, behold, I dwell in a house of cedar, but the Ark of the Covenant of Yahweh dwells under curtains. Oh, it's back. <laughs> Oof, back. Cool. It's back. We just stubbed it in a closet though, I guess. Yeah. I'm- well, <laughs> I like the under curtains. Like you just stacked some curtains in the linen <laughs> closet on top of it. <laughs> yeah, it's like the uh, the little closet underneath the stairs that uh, I have in my place. And yeah. just there's yeah. a, an array of shit in there. That's where <laughs> right. they put the ark. Cool. Yeah, with Harry Potter. Exactly. Nathan said to David, do all that is in your heart, for God is with you. It happened the same night that the word of God came to Nathan saying, go and tell David my servant. Thus says Yahweh, you shall not build me a house to dwell in, for I have not lived in a house since the day that I brought up Israel to this day, but have gone from tent to tent and from one tent to another in all places. Oh, wait, that's God? Yes, it's God. Yes, God has gone from tent to tent? Well, yes, because when they were in the uh-huh, wilderness, yeah. remember, it, it was a tent. The tabernacle was a tent because they're yeah. nomadic at that time, right? So well, and not... it's still in a tent now. Yes. But there was one point where he, with one guy, was it Solomon or who was it where he was like... Built... Uh, Solomon. Solomon built the actual yes, temple. Solomon. Yes. Okay. Okay. So he, do, he just doesn't want it yet. No, not yet. not yet. Got it. I forgot that Nathan was David's prophet. Yeah. Nathan's back. Yeah. 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 Who did we have play Nathan? Let me let me pull up the list yeah, here. Well, no, 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 I've, I've got it up. I can find it here. I have it. Oh, maybe we never cast Nathan. What? Shoot. Oh, no. Why do we yeah. do that? Wait, what? How did that happen? Okay, so Nathan the prophet. Boy, could I make a pitch mm-hmm. for, I was just thinking about Westworld the other day, uh, Jeffrey Wright. <gasps> I love him. Westworld. I love him. Is... And I realized we haven't cast him in anything yet. Have we not? Are you serious? Really? I'm, I'm pretty sure we haven't cast him in okay. anything. Sure. Yeah, throw him in there. Do You're it. not talking about Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Wright? No, not Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Wright. Oh, yeah. Is this him right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's great from Westworld. That's pretty good. I could see him as Nathan. That'd be pretty good. Right. Okay. He has that prophet vibe to For him, sure. right? Where he's just like, yeah, do do what you want. And then comes back. He's like, <laughs> yeah. actually, Yahweh says... I didn't ask for a house. How dare you build me a house? I, I could see that because <laughs> yeah. he can get intense sometimes too. You really can. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I think he's a good. I think he's a good prophet. Okay, great. Yeah, there he is. Okay, where was it? Yeah. D- okay, not tent to tent in all places in which I have walked with Israel. Spoke I a word with any of the judges of Israel? whom I commanded to be shepherd of my people, saying, why have you not built me a house of cedar? Right, okay. I remember this. I remember this now. Where David wants to build him a house and Yahweh's like, did I ask for a house? (laughs) Excuse me. They are such a married couple. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And yeah. (laughs) Okay. Now, therefore, thus shall you tell my servant David, thus says Yahweh of hosts, I took you from the sheep pen, from following the sheep, that you would be prince over my people Israel. Oh, gosh, right, he's he really a, rubbing it in. He was a shepherd boy, yeah. He was a dirty little shepherd boy. He was. 
<laughs> and I have been with you wherever you have gone and have cut off all your enemies from before you and I will make you a name like the name of the great ones who are in the earth. I will appoint a place for my people Israel and will plant them that they may dwell in their own place and be moved no more. Neither shall the children of wickedness waste them any more as at the first. And as from the day that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel and I will subdue all your enemies. Moreover, I tell you, that Yahweh will build you a house. <laughs> oh. Oh, I see. <laughs> I'm going to do it. How dare you build me a house? Don't you do it. I'm doing it. I'm not it. fired. I quit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know. These two have a really interesting relationship. Really truly. Oh, truly. Truly. <laughs> um, I, I, so I just wanted to point out that I'm looking at the message translation here. And Eugene, whenever God is talking about the house, he's putting it in quotes. Huh. Oh. He's like, you will not build me a house, house. to live in. I'm like, what, what What do you think this means? Eugene, what, what are you saying? Yeah, he does it a few times where he puts it in quotes. A house. He, what a weirdo. Is, he try, is Eugene trying to lean into the nuance of, oh, God cannot be contained. How dare you think that you can just build a freaking house in the suburbs for Yahweh? Is that what they're saying? Maybe. That's not the read I get from this translation. David's trying to do a nice thing for <laughs> Yahweh, okay? He wants to like pick him up and walk him over the threshold. And Yahweh's like, I am my own woman thing. <laughs> I am my own deity. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It shall happen when your days are fulfilled that you must go to be with your fathers, that I will set up your seed after you who shall be of your sons and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build me a house and I will yeah, establish okay. his throne forever. Right. That's yes. what Emily was saying. Yeah. Why does he need a freaking prophet? You're always just talking to him. No, this is to Nathan. This is to Nathan. Oh, really? And yes. Nathan's going to relay this to David. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I would be mad because David and God were on talking terms at one point <laughs> and not anymore, apparently. Mm. I, okay, I, my conspiracy brain is going, okay, this was probably written after the fact, after Solomon has already built a temple. And maybe there's some grumblings from people being like, well, why didn't David do this? Why didn't David build him a temple if he was such a special boy? Oh, fascinating. That's an interesting idea. So now we need to retcon. Oh, no, Yahweh specifically told him not to build him a house. That's why. Right. He, he wanted wow. to. He wanted to. <laughs> of course he wanted yeah. to. He was it's Perfect. Okay. God told him, don't worry, your son is going to build it for me. Interesting. Okay. Okay. He shall build me a house and I will establish his throne forever. I will be his father and he shall be my son. And I will not take my loving kindness away from him as I took it from him that was before you. (coughs) Saul. Saul. (laughs) But... Bad boy. I will settle him in my house and in my kingdom forever and his throne shall be established forever. According to all these words and according to all this vision, so did Nathan speak to David. Right. Yeah, there it is. Transmitted the message. Yeah, okay, so it is. That was all just relayed. Thank you. Okay, Nathan. thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, assuming like we'll pay some homage to Westworld and it'll all be told in sort of a strange way where you can't quite tell if we're in the story or out of it or where we are in time. And you'll kind of have to piece together mm. that he's been relaying this story the whole time. It'll be, it'll be great. So artsy. Can I just say... In Hong Kong, there's like Nathan everything there. There's Nathan Road is like a really big road Mm. um, on the Kowloon side. Yeah, so every time I saw that, I was like, is this a Bible thing? And I think it must be. I'm assuming it must be. I don't know. Yeah, or he was one of the British settlers who colonized the whole place and they named stuff after him. That's true, maybe. Seems more likely, but you never know. Yeah, maybe you're right. Okay, 
Then David the king went in and sat before Yahweh. And he said, Who am I, Yahweh God? And what is my house that you have brought me thus far? (laughs) This was a small thing in your eyes, God, but you have spoken of your servant's house for a great while to come and have regarded me according to the estate of a man of high degree, Yahweh God. Well, this is David now. Yes, David Sagan, yeah. What can David say yet more to you concerning the honor which is done to your servant? For you know your servant. Yahweh, for your servant's sake and according to your own heart, have you worked all this greatness to make known all these great things? He's talking about himself, right? Like he is God's servant? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is he referring to himself in third person? Yeah, I think so. Okay, that's cool. That's fun. Yahweh, there is none like you, neither is there any God besides you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. What one nation in the earth is like your people Israel, whom God went to redeem to himself for a people, to make you a name by great and awesome things, in driving out nations from before your people, whom you redeem out of Egypt? Sorry, somebody asked in the chat what to remind us what was in the Ark of the Covenant and asked, was it the Ten Commandments? Yeah, wasn't it the Ten Commandments and then Aaron's budding rod? What? It was Aaron's... Oh, his rod! Aaron's rod. (laughs) That had the almonds come out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) No, just almond flowers, not almonds. Okay, sure. The buds of almonds. Yes. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, I think that was most... There are probably a few other little holy things. Trinkets, little tchotchkes. Right. (laughs) God's jewelry box. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Okay, okay, cool. Right, like Sam is reminding us in the chat and some radioactive shit. Yeah, oh, for sure. Saw shit in chat. Yeah, the whole thing's radioactive for sure. Oh, yeah. And now, Yahweh, let the word that you have spoken concerning your servant and concerning his house be established forever and do as you have spoken. Let your name be established and magnified forever, saying... Yahweh of hosts is the God of Israel, even a God to Israel, and the house of David your servant is established before you. For you, my God, have revealed to your servant that you will build him a house. <laughs> Therefore, you're going to do it as your servant found in his heart to pray before you. Yeah, this is David's kind of like dropping some hints like, hey, so you mentioned a really pretty you house. You mentioned a house. Yeah. They're expensive these days. You said you would buy one for me. Thanks. Yeah. Make one. Now, Yahweh, you are God and have promised this good thing to your servant. And now it has pleased you to bless the house of your servant that it may continue forever before you. For you, Yahweh, have blessed and it is blessed forever. Cool. Mic drop. The end. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. I just, I'm laughing already at the next line because it's so sweet. It's like, oh God, he's going to make me a house. Oh my God. And then 18, here we go. (laughs) After this, it happened that David struck the Philistines and subdued them and took Gath and its towns out of the hand of the Philistines. Cool. So just some more. Just hard cut to extreme action, violence, gore. Right. There you go. Blood splatters on the camera. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely going to film this kind of like the 300, I think. So it's that like extra bloody. That that was really intense, but okay. Yeah, yeah. He struck Moab and the Moabites became servants to David and brought tribute. David struck Hadaz, Hadarezar? Who is this? Hadarezar? 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 Hadarezar, king of Zobah to Hamath. Have we met that guy before? Sounds new to the me. Name, the name sounds familiar to me, actually. Oh, oh really? Had, had okay. a, I, I remember it being Hadadizer, Hadarezer, that we had confusion over which way it is because different translations do it differently. Oh, okay, okay. 
So Hadarezer, king of Zobah, to Hamath, as he went to establish his dominion over the river Euphrates, David took from him 1,000 chariots and 7,000 horsemen and 20,000 footmen. And David hamstrung all the chariot horses, but reserved of them right. for 100 chariots. Yeah. Hamstrung. Yeah, you cut their I, hamstrings so they can't run. So yeah. they can't run. That's horrifying. Yeah. That's I was going to say, why don't disgusting. you just go out and shoot the horse while you're at it? But I guess you can't shoot the horse. But Yeah, they haven't invented guns yet. Uh, why don't you just slaughter the horse? That's like, awful. Is this just about adding insult to injury? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. When the Syrians of Damascus came to help Hadarezer, king of Zobah, wait, oh yeah, he was the king of Zobah, David struck of the Syrians 22,000 men. Then David put garrisons in Syria of Damascus, and the Syrians became servants to David and brought tribute. Hold on. Yes. In, in the message, uh-huh. he says, David killed 22,000 of them. David set up a puppet government in Aram, Damascus. Whoa. Really? So like the garrisons or whatever. He's like, he set up a puppet government. He sort of didn't, didn't absorb them, but okay. just was like, we control your government now. Goodness. Interesting. Wow. Okay, Wow. Yahweh gave victory to David wherever he went. David took the shields of gold that were on the servants of Hadarezer and brought them to Jerusalem. From Tibhath and from Kun, cities of Hadarezer, David took very much brass. <laughs> very much brass. With which Solomon made the brazen sea. Oh. Oh, Solomon is kid. Oh. That's fun. That's the sea. What's the brazen sea again? Remember the the giant bowl that sat on the cows with the cows' butts? That's it? Okay. Yes, that's where he got the materials for it. Okay. Okay, so he's just pillaging everything. Yeah, Yeah, but this is interesting that we're getting the detail this time around that like, hey, yeah, this is what's gonna be used later by Solomon. So it's like, while first and second Kings was kind of written almost as if we're learning it as it's happening because this is a reboot. Yeah. It's like, we know what's going to happen and so we can give you details about the future. That's true. That's kind of cool. Slash, this is when they do a reboot and it's just like fan service all yeah, the way. totally. Oh, for sure. Totally. Like that annoying stuff. Yeah, for this sure. is fan service. Like the Hobbit movies were kind yeah. of. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe the fan service version is it's like, he gets all this very much brass <laughs> and is like, oh gosh, you know, I bet someday this would make a, a great swimming pool, right? <laughs> like as a joke, and everyone's like, oh, that's what's going to happen. Oh, yeah, the brazen sea. So, okay, he made the brazen sea and the pillars and the vessels of brass. When two king of Hamath heard that David had struck all the host of Hadarezer, king of Zobah, he sent Hadaram, his son, to King David to greet him and to bless him. I don't know why greet is capitalized. <laughs> and to bless him because he had fought against Hadarezer and struck him. For Hadarezer had wars with two. And he had with him all manner of vessels of gold and silver and brass. Okay, so he's kind of like, cool. hey, David, that's so cool that you beat this other guy in this neighboring kingdom. I also hated him. You are awesome. Here, have some presents. Yeah, please, I see you really like don't. brass. Please Clearly, don't you're really us. into brass. Just I take, see you take love more. brass. Maybe your kid's yeah. going to do something with it. Yeah, your kid is really into brass. Take more. I, playing I see with a, all of it. I do. I see a fantastic swimming pool in your future. <laughs> These also did King David dedicate to Yahweh with the silver and the gold that he carried away from all the nations from Edom and from Moab and from the children of Ammon, who also apparently liked the brass and the gold and the silver. He tore it out of their hands. 
and from the Philistines and from Amalek. Moreover, Abishai, the son of Zeruai, struck of the Edomites in the Valley of Salt, 18,000. What? What? Uh, oh, he, he killed 18,000 of them, I think. What? That guy did? Okay, Abishai, uh, the son of Zeruiah. It's kind of telling us like a different story about someone else conquering... Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, yeah, just like randomly in the middle of this. Right. He put garrisons in Edom and all the Edomites became servants to David. Yahweh oh, gave victory. Oh, I, okay. I see. Oh, I, I see. What? So Abishai, yeah. right. Abishai was one of David's people, one of his commanders. Oh, so okay. he also conquered a place, set up the garrisons, mm. AKA a puppet government. Got it. And then the Edomites became subjects under David. Okay. I say, thank it. you. Okay. Yahweh gave victory to David wherever he went. David reigned over all Israel, and he executed justice and righteousness to all his people. Joab, the son of Zeruiah, was over the host, and Jehoshaphat, the son of Ahilud, Ahilud? was recorder. Ahilud. I think we always said that one, Ahilud. I don't know what's correct. Ahilud was recorder? Like he played the recorder, or he was- He's got to be the scribe. The secretary? Okay. Surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Zadok, the son of Ahitub, and Ambalek, Abimelech. son of Abath- Abimelech, the son of Abithar, Abiathar? Sure. Abiathar were priests, and Shavasana. <laughs> Shavasana. <laughs> no. Definitely not. Definitely yeah. not Shavasana. <laughs> Shavasana was scribe. And Beniah, the son of Jeduiah, was. Benihana is what we've been calling him. Yeah, Benny, that's Benihana. The son of Jeduiah was over the Cherethites and the Pelethites, and the sons of David were chief about the king. Wow. Cool. Again, another yet another chapter that starts out with action and then just fizzles into a list of names. Yeah, just boring. Politics. I guess they just they can't keep it going that that much. Whoever wrote this one, they they don't have the mind to continue the action all the way throughout a chapter. Sure, they just get distracted and bored. Maybe that would be too challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess and I... they're like, I got to get these names in, so... I do appreciate yeah. mixing it in, though, rather mm-hmm. than just hitting us with four chapters in a row of names like they did at the beginning That's of this true. book. So, or 10 yeah. chapters or however many that was. Sure. Oh, gosh. Okay, I'm going to go on uh, to some more battles that David did. But first, we're going to take a quick break to talk about some ways you can support this show if you love it. And the best thing that you can do is to tell your friends and tell your, your family friends. members and people in line at the grocery store and people in your spin class because they're stuck oh. listening to you for that whole hour. So you could go on and on about how great drunk Bible study is. Mm. You really have some time to convince them. Um, we would love to have you and them here at the live shows. They're super fun. They're every Thursday. You can get information at drunkbiblestudy.com slash live where you can check out our schedule for upcoming shows and links for where you can listen to those on Twitch. And also just have them listen to the show if it's something that you think that they would enjoy. It, we really enjoy having more people getting to hear this show and contributing and sending us their messages. I feel like we've gotten more and more emails and things coming in from people saying, I'm almost caught up. I'm ready for the live shows. But also, if you're new, just come. Just jump, jump on in. You don't even got to wait yeah. till you're caught up. Just come join us in the live shows. It's a lot of fun. 
And if you would like to support us financially and help this show keep going and keep growing, you could do that at Patreon. At patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy, you can become a parishioner. And as a thank you, we have things like early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, Emily's drink recipes, along with beautiful pictures of her drinks, and of course, our undying love. And we're back. And it is time for... Everybody's favorite, David. The one and only. The, the one and only. First Chronicles chapter 19. It happened after this that Nahash, the king of the children of Ammon, died, and his son reigned in his place. David said, I will show kindness to Hanun, the son of Nahash, because his father shown kindness to me. Mm. So David sent messengers to comfort him concerning his father. David's oh, servants. That's nice. Yeah, that is nice. David's servants came into the land of the children of Ammon to Hanun to comfort him. But the princes of the children of Ammon said to Hanun, Think you that David does honor your father in that he has sent comforters to you? Aren't these servants come to you to search and to overthrow uh, and spies, to spy out the land? Spies and thieves. Yeah, yeah. Spies and thieves. Wow. So Hanun took David's servants and shaved them and cut what? off their garments in the middle, even to their buttocks, and sent them away. Well, oh, okay, hold, okay, hold on. That <laughs> was a surprising on. thing to do. Let's pump the brakes. What if they really were just nice people there to help them out? If the story is to be believed, that is the case. Oh. I guess he didn't kill them or injure them. He just humiliated them. Right. So Right, as sort of a way to insult back to David, to be like, I see your tricks. I'm going to embarrass these guys. Yeah, they have like hospital dressing gowns on basically now. <laughs> yeah, with their yeah. butts showing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, Got to walk all the way home with your butt hanging out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yikes. Then there went certain persons and told David how the men were served. He sent to meet them for the men were greatly ashamed. Yeah, no kidding. The king said, stay at Jericho until your beards be grown and then return. Oh, so boy. no one has to see you like this. You can hide no. out while you regrow mm. your beards. We can't do anything about your butts, but... Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's an easier fix. It's like, here, put some <laughs> pants on, please. <laughs> when the children of Ammon saw that they had made themselves odious to David, Hanun and the children of Ammon sent 1,000 talents of silver to hire them chariots and horsemen out of Mesopotamia and out of Aramaca and out of Zobah. I'm a little confused about... What's, What's happening? happening? Yeah. I think they're... <laughs> I don't know. They pulled the tiger's tail and now they're like, oh, shoot. Mm. We better we better stock up on some chariots in case he gets real mad at us. Okay. Well, I'm, what I'm wondering is if it's that the new king, this new upstart young king who inherited the throne did this, but then all the other you know, governors and such are like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's <laughs> okay, send nice sure. things to David. We need to be scared now. of him. Yeah. Okay, okay yeah. let's see. So they hired them 32,000 chariots and mm. the king of Maka and his people who came and encamped before Medeba. The children of Ammon gathered themselves together from their cities and came to battle. Oh, wait. So they're fighting? Oh. Are they fighting this new king? I'm so Why confused. Why are they fighting? What, is yeah. the, what does the message say? Does he clarify it? Yeah. Yeah, let's see here. So... When it dawned on the Ammonites, <laughs> this is good. When it dawned on the Ammonites that as far as David was concerned, they stank to high heaven, 
They hired. <laughs> That's not helpful. <laughs> they hired at a cost of a thousand talents of silver, chariots and horsemen from the Arameans of Naharirayim, Maka, and Zobah. Thirty-two thousand chariots and drivers, plus the king of Maka with his troops, who came and okay. set up camp at Mediba. The Ammonites too were mobilized from their cities and got ready for battle. I see. So it's more. So they weren't trying to appease David. They're like. Oh, we better get our defenses in order because David didn't love that insulting thing we did. Okay. Interestingly. Okay. Got it. Surprisingly, he wasn't a huge fan. Got yeah. it. Okay. Okay. So they have this big army of mercenaries and some of their own people together. Okay. When David heard of it, he sent Joab and all the host of the mighty men. The children of Ammon came out and put the battle in array at the gate of the city. And the kings who had come were by themselves in the field. Mm. Now, when Joab saw that the battle was set against him before and behind, he chose all the choice men of Israel and put them in array against the Syrians. The rest of the people he committed into the hand of Abishai, his brother, and they put themselves in array against the children of Ammon. I see. So they're facing the two different directions because okay. they're surrounded. Whoa. He said, if the Syrians be too strong for me, then you shall help me. But if the children of Ammon be too strong for you, then I will help you. Good battle <laughs> okay. tactics. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Four-star yeah, generals you. here. Everyone, everyone <laughs> helps everyone. Got it. Yep. Be of good courage and let us play the man for our people and for the cities of our God. <laughs> We're playing the man here. Got it. Play the man. We got, we got a man up finally for one. Yes. Yeah. yes. And Yahweh, do that which seems him good. <laughs> so we're going to do this plan. Yahweh, uh, yeah, whatever Help, whatever you think please? is cool. Just, Love you. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so Joab and the people who were with him drew near the Syrians to the battle and they fled before him. Mm. Okay. Wow, that was easy. Yeah, when the children of Ammon saw that the Syrians were fled, they likewise fled before Abishai, his brother, and entered into the city. Cool. So no fighting. Everyone just ran away. Okay, okay. Then <laughs> Joab came to Jerusalem. When the Syrians saw that they were put to the worse before Israel, they sent messengers and drew forth the Syrians who were beyond the river with Shopach, the captain of the host of Hadarezer at their head. It was told David, and he gathered all Israel together and passed over the Jordan and came on them and set the battle in array against them. So when David had put the battle in array against the Syrians, they fought with him. The Syrians fled before Israel, and David killed of the Syrians the men of 7,000 chariots and 40,000 footmen, and killed Shopach, the captain of the host. When the servants of Hadarezer saw that they were put to the worst before Israel, they made peace with David and served him. Neither would the Syrians help the children of Ammon anymore. This is all because someone's dad died. David thought he would be nice. Or maybe he did actually send spies under the mm. pretense of being nice. Yeah. And mm. they weren't even mean to his spies. If it truly was spies, they probably would have been justified to be like, we're just going to straight up kill them. But no. Yeah. This is but just no. David taking over. This is him in his conquering phase. Yes. He's taking sure. over everyone. Yes. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I like though that it's, they hired the Syrians to help them fight against David. Mm -hmm. He beats the Syrians and they're like, yeah, sorry, David, they paid us. And like, we're, we're cool though. We'll, we'll pay you the money they gave us as an apology. Wow. We're cool. We're not going to help them anymore. Mm. But just that it was all, it wasn't even started with them. Yeah. They just got hired. They were just the hired muscle, you know? 
Okay, we're going to bring this home with chapter 20. It happened at the time of the return of the year, at the time when kings go out to battle, you know, (laughs) our favorite holiday season. (laughs) Good, good. That Joab led forth the army and wasted the country of the children of Ammon and came and besieged Rabbah. But David stayed at Jerusalem. Joab struck Rabbah and overthrew it. David took the crown of their king from off his head and found it to weigh a talent of gold. And there were precious stones in it. And it was set on David's head. And he brought forth the spoil of the city exceeding much. I really love him. Just my now. Yeah, he's just like, "Mm, I like this. (laughs) Can I just ask again, do people read this part of the Bible? (sighs) They're not getting wisdom here. They're just getting story. It's just telling what happened again. And that David is pillaging and and grabbing everything. It's true. I guess this particular part, we don't quite necessarily have an actionable lesson other than the usual lesson of like trust in God and he'll help you accomplish great things like slaughtering all Uh your enemies and giving you fancy crowns. No, I don't know. It's like, if you think about just the fact that this is more of a history than anything else, that it's Mm -hmm, like, yeah, if you're trying mm -hmm. to teach lessons out of a history... I mean, imagine doing that with any history, right? Where you just kind of take some random snippet from history and go, the lesson here is that... Uh, history repeats itself or something. Right. It's like, don't don't try to conquer Russia. You'll always lose. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like mm-hmm. weird, weird lessons. And you're like, but Russia's a metaphor for mm-hmm. authority. So don't ever try to rise up against authority. I don't know what, right? You can make up anything mm-hmm. when it comes sure. to this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Mm-hmm. He brought forth the people who were therein and cut them with saws and Whoa. with harrows of iron and with axes. It's what? Good. Who did he cut? What? The, the people. Just all of the people. The people that were with... in this city that he overthrew. Um, yeah. Okay, so so I'm reading the message here and it's just saying that he put them to work with saws, not that he worked them over with saws. Like he made them work in the mines. And Any the, other translation the... that this clarifies? This is cut to them. Lip them. Lip them. Yeah. Let's see here. New international version says, brought out the people who were there, consigning them to labor with saws and with iron picks and axes. Okay. Uh, Let's see. King James is probably where we got this. That one does say cut them with saws and with iron and axes. Yeah. Let's see. What's the complete... Jewish Bible says, set them to work with saws, iron harrows, and axes. He probably did a mix of both, honestly. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. Thus did David to all the cities of the children of Ammon. David and all the people returned to Jerusalem. It happened after this that there arose war at Gezer with the Philistines. Then Sibachai, the Hushathite, killed Sippai of the sons of the giant, and they were subdued. There was again war with the Philistines, and Elhanan, the son of Jair, killed Lami, the brother of Goliath, the Gittite, the staff of whose spear was like a weaver's beam. Mm, There was again war at Gath, where was a man of great stature whose fingers and toes were 24. I'm sorry, Six on each hand and six on each foot. Um, And he also was born to the giant. Mm. Wow, how how likely is that? Someone who's polydactyl on all limbs. Yeah, yeah, and probably very unlikely, but right, but pretty cool. That's got to be like so rare, unless I know nothing about genetics, which is quite possible. 
<laughs> when both okay, right. when both the hands and feet have six digits each, the condition is called hexapolydactyly. Whoa! Whoa. Are are That's there cool? Is there instances like an amount of people who have this condition on the internet? Well, the Wikipedia says that at least being polydactyl, it was like two point three per a thousand live births of white males. Specifically, okay. So it's only dudes who and get that's this. That's not that uncommon. Lower, lower for ladies. That's true. Wow. 0.6 per thousand live births. That's not that uncommon. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, it makes okay. sense. It makes sense for dudes because again, with the way that the you know they got the Y chromosome that doesn't have anything to protect you from taking on those polydactylism. Particular polydactylism. Um, so yeah. anyway, okay. this is a fun. Yeah. This is yeah. a fun. That's fun. Sciencey yes. tangent. Wow. Okay, fascinating. So, gosh, now I'm, I'm finding there's all sorts of research about like doing different tasks for polydactyl people. Oh, and that wow, cool. They're better at typing and stuff like that or, so or have the potential sense. to be better at it. I yeah. bet they can freaking play the piano like no other. <laughs> mm -hmm. A whole other digit? Yeah. What? I think, wasn't it in... Uh, it was in Gattaca. Gosh, what was it? It was Gattaca. Gattaca, yeah. right. Gattaca, yes. The piece that was written for, for 12 fingers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, so this cool giant who's probably about to get killed. Let's see. Yeah. When he defied Israel, Jonathan, the son of Shimea, David's brother, oh. killed him. Yeah. Got it. Uh, yeah. These were born to the giant in Gath, and they fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. That's it. Oh, wow. That was the shortest that was chapter the short ever. That was it. Okay. Let's, let's learn some Proverbs. Okay. All right. Here we go. Now it's time for some wisdom from the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6. My son, if you have become collateral for your neighbor, if you have struck your hands in pledge for a stranger, you are trapped by the words of your mouth. You are ensnared with words of your mouth. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so, okay. So I think it's like, don't, don't promise something you can't deliver. Like, don't make a promise you can't keep don't, or something? Don't yeah. get into contracts with strangers. Huh. Okay. Do this now, son my son, and deliver yourself since you have come into the hand of your neighbor. Awkward. Go, humble yourself. Press your plea with your neighbor. Give no sleep to your eyes nor slumber to your eyelids. Free yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter, like a bird from the snare of the fowler. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider <laughs> her ways and be wise. God, okay, I guess we're sluggards now. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Go Consider her ways and be wise, which having no chief overseer or ruler provides her bread in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. I think the ant, isn't there like a queen ant? Yeah. Well, yeah, but the queen ant isn't necessarily dictating. She's not like managing the whole affair. But the hive, like yeah, the, the whole ant colony is the one. Yeah. Yes, exactly. They're like <laughs> one giant hive mind, whatever. Hmm. This person didn't know. This person didn't know how ants did. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love this. <laughs> Wildlife is managed in the chat is saying that the new revised standard version uses lazy bones instead of sluggard, wow. which is fun. Cute. What, is, what does Eugene say? He just says lazy fool. That's not so fun. Yeah, lazy bones is really fun. Yeah, that's good. But we're going to use it again. How long will you sleep, sluggard? When will you arise out of your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So your poverty will come as a robber and your scarcity as an armed man. 
This person is like mocking the guy he's that he's talking to, to take whoever a nap. that is. Goodness. Who I guess is his I mean, son. He did say my son. So he's talking to his oh. son, being like, Okay. Oh, you sold yourself into slavery to a neighbor or a stranger, idiot. Yeah. Stop being such a loser. Wow. Rise up. Jeez, man. Yeah. A worthless person, man of iniquity, is he who walks with a perverse mouth, who winks with his eyes, who signals with his feet, who motions with his fingers. What is he doing? What, what even are you <laughs> talking? Okay, walking with a perverse mouth, so you're just like like cursing a blue cursing, streak. Yeah. Winking, yeah. winking. Yeah, okay, sure. Who winks with his eyes. Winking at all the ladies. Signaling with and your feet. And then who feet. signals with his feet? What are you signaling? I don't know what that means. Are you like, are you like doing a little jig? <laughs> like what's happening? Motioning with your fingers. Maybe you're flipping the bird. Oh. <laughs> no, or maybe you're doing like finger finger guns. Like, yeah. I mean, it just sounds like a cool dude to me, not necessarily a worthless person. Yeah, in whose heart is perverseness, who devises evil continually, who always sows discord. Therefore, his calamity will come suddenly. He will be broken suddenly, and that without remedy. That's unfortunate. Okay. Oh, oh, fascinating. There are six things which Yahweh hates. Oh, oh, oh yes. I want to know. Okay, want, yeah, okay. yeah. Yes. Can you make... Yes, seven, which oh, are shoot. an abomination to him. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Arrogant eyes, a lying Wait, I'm sorry. tongue. Wait, hold on. There are six things which Yahweh hates. Yes, but seven. But seven that are an abomination. Okay, okay. I don't know, whatever, just seven, I'm assuming. Arrogant eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are swift in running to mischief, a false witness <laughs> who utters lies, and he who sows discord among brothers. Was oh, that okay. seven or six? One. Arrogant eyes, lying tongue. Two. Three, hand that sheds innocent blood, a heart that devises four, wicked schemes, feet that are swift five, in running to mischief, false witness six, who utters lies, and he who sows discord among his seven, brothers. Seven. Seven, yeah. Seven. Got it. I don't know why they said six. That's dumb. My son, keep your oh, father's wait, okay. commandment. Sorry, sorry. What? So I just wanted to throw out there that in the proverb reading plan that I found, uh -huh. that first 19 verses was a separate section from this next one. Okay. I don't know if there's anything to that, but just in case... Cool. You okay. know, we could we could potentially make this two separate pieces was of that, wisdom. Oh, was that like the first part that we were supposed to read, but now we're reading a second part? We're going to do both parts, yeah. yeah. Cool, so we're we, just doing it. Okay, everyone, we're doing so it. So I'm just saying for Dedeker, writing down the wisdom we're taking away, that yeah. maybe there's two different ones. Well, let's see. Okay. Okay, 20. My son, keep your father's commandment and don't forsake your mother's teaching. Bind them continually on your heart. Tie them around your neck. When you walk, it will lead you. When you sleep, it will watch over you. When you awake, it will talk with you. This just, it feels like a really, not a helicopter parent, but like a really intense parent who's like, listen, mm. you better do everything that I want. Uh huh. I don't think the parenting's like that anymore, but maybe it is more back then. Depends on the parent. Four, the commandment is a lamp and the law is light. Reproofs. I love lamp. <laughs> I love lamp. Reproofs of instruction are the way of life to keep you from the immortal woman and from the flattery of the wayward's wife's tongue. Sorry, you said immoral woman? Oh, immoral, not immortal. Not immortal woman. It's different, different meaning. Both cool. The immoral. But she's so immoral. From the flattery of the wayward wife's tongue. Don't lust after her beauty in your heart. Neither let her captivate you with her eyelids. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> but how can I not? Those eyelids are just really getting me going here. For a prostitute reduces you to a piece of bread. The adulteress hunts for your precious life. Can a man scoop fire into his lap and his clothes not be burned? No. Or can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be scorched? I guess depends on Tony. what Tony Robbins says. Mm, yeah. yeah. So is he who goes into his neighbor's wife. Oh, Whoever boy. touches her will oh. not be unpunished. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. I see. Men... Because his neighbor's wife is hot like coals, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Men don't despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he is hungry, but if he is found, he shall restore seven times. What? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I think the idea is like if you, people understand if you steal bread because you're hungry, but if you're stealing just to steal or because you were greedy and you get caught, you need to pay it back seven times over. Seven times? Okay, thank you. Okay, okay. He shall give all the wealth of his house. He who commits adultery with a woman is void of understanding. He who does it destroys his own soul. He will get wounds and dishonor. His reproach will not be wiped away. For jealousy arouses the fury of the husband. He won't spare in the day of vengeance. He won't regard any ransom. Neither will he rest content, though you may give many gifts. <laughs> what? <laughs> neither will he rest content, though you may give many so gifts. It's like, it doesn't matter That's how it. nice of a role you try to buy for the husband. He's going to be mad. <laughs> I see. He's so pissed. Okay. So I think... What were the takeaways? <laughs> well, that one was like, don't have sex with your neighbor's wife. For sure, yeah. The first one was yeah, like, yeah. I guess... Don't think you can buy your way out of an angry, an angry cuckolded husband. <laughs> right. Here's yeah. a nice Rolex watch. I don't know. Like, yeah, what? that is a weird thing. I also kind of like the no silly walks, like no foot signals, you know? Yeah, is that mm. it? Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, give I want to learn these foot signals. Yeah, I'm really uh, intrigued. Is it like there's maybe that's a specific what way you is. you shuffle your feet to signal some like you're 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 meeting up with your criminal friends, you know, and you do a specific <laughs> shuffle. You know the criminal shuffle. Do you all remember Toby Maguire? <laughs> I remember do you him. Remember Toby Maguire? <laughs> yes. Yeah, in, I remember him <laughs> in Spider Man Three. How he kind sure. of like, he was really gross in that one and had like the hair slicked back and like- When he was the, the dark Spider-Man Venom, Venom one. He was yeah, basically right. Venom, yeah. But he was like walking down the street like that it, with finger gunning and doing things and looking real dumb. But that's kind of what I think that that's embodying here. So like, don't look like a dumbass. Yeah. It, like, don't be Venom. Don't be Venom. But I, I like think it's that. like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't be look Venom. like a dumbass in an attempt at looking cool. Because, mm. you know, that yeah, happens. Mm. Like, Eddie Ezzard does that whole bit with like fashion, how it's on this cycle where you're like, cool, 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 and then like, look like a dickhead. Sure. You know, and then you get cooler and cooler and then you go back okay. around to looking oh, like a dickhead. Oh, I like that. Dedeker just... Don't be a dickhead. Okay, great. Yeah. How about that? Or don't look like a don't don't yeah. act like a dickhead. Don't act Maybe. like a dickhead. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Can we put in a note just about don't do the criminal shuffle? I just want to be sure we <laughs> no. remember that. Criminal shuffles. Yeah. I love that. Okay, great. And then the second half is just don't sleep with your neighbor's wife again, right? Didn't we have that one before? I thought it was specifically like you can't buy your way out of uh, an angry adultery. You can't buy right. your way out of an angry cuckold. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now this Proverbs reading plan that that we got the divisions from, uh, in this one, uh, Amy Jackson writes here about how when she was a kid, her mother bought one of those children's safety harnesses that the kid wears. You kind of have them on a leash. Okay. And she thinks of this chapter like that. Uh, But it's God's got you on a little bit of a leash so you don't go having sex with everybody. (laughs) Well, where's the fun in that? (laughs) You know, that's hilarious. Yeah, she says, we have parents here who are warning their child against sexual immorality. And she's like, what? What? They're so obsessed with sex. Why is that the image? Christians are so obsessed with sex. No shit. Like, obsessed with it. God. Yeah. I mean, they I guess love it. With, they love it so much. They hate it and they love yes. it. <laughs> with these verses, I mean, I get it. It's, it's right mm-hmm. there. It's in this book. Mm-hmm. Boy. Uh, and then this is very exciting. So next week, when we go on to Proverbs 7, uh, we're going to get a new pastor writing these oh, articles. Fun. So it kind of rotates each five, I think. Okay. Uh, each, yeah, five readings or so. Beautiful. And we're sometimes doing more than they have in theirs. But anyway, so we're going to get a new pastor. So we'll see what he's all about. Cool. Love it. Should be fun. Fun. Alrighty. Wow. Well, thank you everyone for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or in our Discord server at discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the, the, the. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad.